I'm just thankful for his presence right now in this room. Hallelujah. I'm thankful that tonight, that there's like as this morning, there's some of you going to leave different than when you arrived tonight. thankful tonight that God is in this room to meet every need sit in his presence do you realize just sitting in his presence can begin to change everything it changes your perspective it changes your your attitude it changes the realm in which you're operating in it changes everything your Bibles tonight, I'm going to ask you to turn with me to Isaiah. I probably will not take very long tonight because I feel like that the Lord just wants to speak a word into our life and I understand that where we are this evening is very unique, it's very different. Maybe if it's not unique and different for you, it sure is for me. And today I have not got to do anything that I thought I was going to do today when it comes to ministry, and that's quite all right. I have some very nicely put together notes once again that will stay closed tonight, and I think he may think that's funny, but makes guys like me begin to sweat before I even began. So hot off the press today again, as I thought, as I was this afternoon, I I went home and just rested for a little bit and came back thinking I knew what I was going to do and then began to change and began to change again. And then shortly before I walked out of my office, the Lord gave me Isaiah 52. Isaiah 52. 
I have no title for you again, Landon. I'm sorry. So whatever you want to make up, you go right ahead. Isaiah 52, let me just begin reading in verse number one through verse number six. And let's let allow the Lord to speak into our hearts this evening. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. The holy city, for henceforth there shall no more come into thee the uncircumcised and the unclean. Tell your neighbor this evening, change has arrived. Tell your other neighbor, change has arrived. I don't know if you feel the witness on that or not, but I, I, I could stop right there. But we'll come back to it in a moment. Shake thyself from the dust. Arise and sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. For thus saith the Lord, you have sold yourselves for naught, and ye shall be redeemed without money. For thus saith the Lord God, my people went down aforetime into Egypt to sojourn there, and the Assyrian oppressed them without cause. Now, somebody say now. I, I don't know if you understand the power of that word, but somebody say now again. Now means without delay in the present, in this moment. Now, therefore, what have I here, saith the Lord, that my people is taken away for naught? They that rule over them make them to howl, saith the Lord, and my name continually every day is blasphemed. Therefore, my people, somebody say my people, my people shall know my name. Therefore, they shall know in that day that I am he that doeth speak. Behold, it is I. For a few moments tonight, I want to take us on a journey. If the Lord would help me and make this proclamation that God's people will see his power. God's people will see his power. I want to say it again. I'm not sure if you get it yet. God's people will see his power. I wonder if anybody in this room is classified as God's people. I said God's people will see his power. Dear Heavenly Father, right now I ask that you would just uh, 
anoint this vessel for the next few moments to speak your word. Lord, today I pray that our ears would be anointed to hear, our hearts would be anointed to receive. Lord, we give you the liberty to do and to move as you see fit in this room the remainder time that we're together tonight. Lord, I pray that there would be no distraction, but there would be just an overwhelmingness of reverence for the things that God is doing in this room even now. And Lord, I thank you for it, and I give you praise and glory and honor in Jesus' name. The church says amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord this evening. Awake, awake, put on thy strength. Maybe you don't realize it tonight, but you have strength. The devil is a liar. He's told you you cannot, but I come to tell you that you can. Because you have been bought with a price and you belong to another. You was not redeemed by corruptible things of silver and gold, but you was redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Can I tell you that which the blood of goats and bulls could not do, Jesus Christ himself did. And because of the victory that he had at Calvary that we celebrated just a few days ago, you and I can walk in that power and that authority. It is the same resurrection anointing power that raised him from the dead is the same spirit that quickens your mortal body tonight. Therefore, today there is strength that is made available readily for you, but you have to decide to put it on. I wonder tonight if there's anybody in this room that's willing to put on some strength. That's why we're instructed in the book of Ephesians to put on the whole armor of God. He did not tell you to put on armor because that you was weak and and full of inability. But he saw something inside of you that you did not see in yourself. Because he did not see you in your mere fleshly condition. But he saw you in the power and the anointing of the blood of Jesus that was covering you. And therefore when he saw you, he simply said this, I see a man or a woman that is filled with the power and the anointing of God. Much like the apostles early in the church when they began to be questioned by the religious elect of their day, they said, we perceive that these men are unlearned, but that also we perceive that they have been with Jesus. Please hear me tonight. There is strength that you are able to operate in. And you and I today must awaken and realize that it is our responsibility to put on that strength. When we read the context and the backstory of Isaiah 52, you have to realize what has been transpiring We're talking about Israel. We're talking about the city of Jerusalem. We're talking about the children of God. They have been in a place of captivity. They have been overran. They are in a place where it seems like everything has oppressed them. They are not in the will of God. They are in a place where they have been overran by darkness. Uh, They are in a place where it seems like everything uh, good is in their past and nothing is in their future. But however, the word of the Lord comes from the prophet and he simply begins to speak to them in this manner and says, I need you to awaken and I need you to put on your strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments. Can I tell you there is a beauty that's coming back to the house of God. What does that beauty look like? Can I tell you today, it is the anointing of the Holy Ghost and fire. I began to dwell on just for a moment this afternoon as I began to just relive what I began to sense in the spirit this morning. 
Listen, I'm here to tell you that there is some things that's about to come back to the house of God and we are going to become beautiful again. Yes, we will be despised by the world. Uh, Yes, there will even be those in the religious sector uh, that begins to criticize. Uh, But can I tell you for the one that is broken, uh, for the one that is diseased, for the one that is in bondage, uh, when they come, they are going to experience the beauty and the power of God uh, and therefore they will come running uh, and in their midst of their brokenness, uh, they will experience the healing hand of God. Can I tell you, there is some beautiful garments that's about to be brought back to the house of God. Oh, thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city, for henceforth there shall be no more come into the uncircumcised and the unclean. Listen today, please. We will experience and see his power. As I was sitting at my desk just a few moments ago, I began to hear the Lord speak very clearly in my spirit. Say, tell them it's time to shake themselves. Shake thyself from the dust. Arise and sit down, O Jerusalem. And loose thyself from the binds on thy neck. You have to realize, I wish I could give you a vivid picture tonight. God's chosen people sitting in a place where they have been oppressed by the Assyrians. They are in a place of bondage. They are in a place of uncertainty. They're in a place where they have been under the thumb, so to speak, of everything around them. No matter what they did, it seemed like they could not get me on. But all of a sudden, the word of the Lord comes and says, there is a change coming in the present. Now, please hear me. They had been hoping, they'd been praying, they'd been thinking of what could, how could. But can I tell you, In this moment of time, the prophetic utterance began to set the stage for what God would do in the future on behalf of them. But not only just for them, but for you and I as well. Notice when you read through this scripture together, we find that it says, For thus saith the Lord, you have sold yourselves for naught, and you shall be redeemed without money. What he was simply saying is there's coming a day where you will experience freedom. It's going to come in a manner that you've never experienced before. Notice with me, he says that the Assyrians has oppressed them without cause, but when you begin to look at this, he said, there's been a noise come up before me. This is a promise that he states in verse number six. He says, therefore, my people shall know my name. This afternoon, as we're sitting in the presence of God, can I tell you, There is so much movement. There is so much uncertainty going on around us in our world. And it's if we're not careful, we'll allow all of those things to come and oppress us and bring us into a place of bondage and keep us from being who God has ordained and called us to be. But God, I need you to understand with me that there has been a redemption that has been purchased so you and I can walk in freedom, so we can walk in power, so we can walk with the authority that God has for us. It is not God's will for you to walk in a place where you are crimped by the lies of the enemy in your life. But can I tell you today, 
We are entering into a time of, of an awakening where God is simply speaking to us and saying, I need you to awake and I need you to put on your strength and I need you to put on thy beautiful garments. What is this strength and what is these beautiful garments? Can I tell you? It is you and I simply doing what Paul instructs us to do. It says that we are to yield ourselves. It isn't about hype. It isn't about emotion. It isn't about any of those things. It's about becoming the man and the woman of God that is completely surrendered to the things of God. David said this in 1 Chronicles chapter number 15. You will find if you was to read in chapter number 13, you would find that he had a desire to bring the Ark of the Covenant back to the people of Israel. And you know that when he began to do that in the beginning, he began to do it in a manner that he just did not seek the direction of the Lord for, and it was put on a new cart. We know that death came, and then we know it stayed in the house of Obed-Edom for three months. And then we find that after that, in First, chapter, First Chronicles chapter 15, uh, we find that after he had been there for three months and he saw that Obed-Edom's house was been blessed, he simply begins to talk, and he talks, he calls to the priest, he calls to the elders, and he simply says this, we did not do this right the last time. And he actually says this, he says, we need you. And he actually calls out five of the elders of the priest, uh, of the Levites, and he simply calls them by name and he sets them before everybody. And he simply says, I need you to be the chief leaders because you're the chief leaders of the Levites. I need you to stand up and sanctify yourself because you're going to lead the charge to bring the ark and we need to seek the Lord. We did not do it the last time. You need to sanctify yourself and we need to seek the Lord because we need to find the due process, the, the, the right way to bring it back. And we know that's exactly what they did because then they put the staffs in and they put it on their shoulders and then they went five paces and then they sacrificed uh, and we find this uh, that they brought the ark back into get this a place that was prepared by David now there was a prepared place but in that prepared place the Bible tells us that also that he developed or he erected a tent in that place that was prepared. You and I today must understand that the people of Israel in that season would not have experienced the power and the anointing and the presence of God in the manner that they did if somebody had not prepared the place but then erected a tent. Here's what I believe this afternoon that I sense in my spirit that God is saying that there is a place that is prepared. There is multiple places that's prepared in the United States of America. It's not going to be on the mainstream media because they don't know how to handle this, or, but they're going to have to cover it in the days ahead. I sincerely believe this. Asbury is just a very, it's just a pebble in the pond of how you throw a little pebble in and you see the, the, the little ripples go out. That was just a little pebble. They're going to have to begin to report on a great troubling that's getting ready to come into this nation. Can I tell you, in the midst of darkness, there's getting ready to be a spiritual troubling of the water. And can I tell you, there is houses of worship uh, that has been prepared. And I sincerely believe that this is one of those places that's been prepared. But here's the deal. It's not enough to have a prepared place. 
But David prepared the place, but then David erected a tent. Can I tell you, Paul referenced that you and I, simply these earthly vessels uh, are just merely tents. Uh, can I tell you, uh, there has got to be the erecting of the tent in order for there to be a place uh, for the presence of God to continually dwell. And that's what the Lord was saying in Isaiah 52. He's simply saying this, I need you to awake. Uh, I need you to put on the strength. Uh, and I need you to put on the beautiful garments. Uh, because I, and I need you to shake yourself. Uh, because can I tell you, uh, the uncircumcised things and the unclean things... Uh, are no longer going to come in and out. What's he simply saying is this. Uh, they are no longer going to control what happens uh, in your presence. Uh, I got to tell somebody tonight just for a few moments uh, that there's some uncircumcised things and some unclean things uh, that has made its way into the holy place. Uh, but there is a removing of those things uh, and there's about to be a return uh, of the holy presence of God. Uh, and when the holiness of God is in this place, uh, it begins to flow from here into there and there begins to be healing virtue there begins to be power and anointing that means this that there begins to be a release that comes to the people of God there has to be a freedom in here before there can ever be somebody free out there so I come to tell somebody tonight that what you don't realize is that thing that's been around your neck that the enemy said I'm going to make you come here and I'm going to make you come here the Lord says shake yourself and and loose that thing because he says, I am freeing you in this season. I may not be talking to everybody in this room, but I'm talking to somebody today uh, that God says to you, you're getting ready to see my power uh, because I'm getting ready to bring freedom to you and your household. Uh, I'm getting ready to make a way when you think there is no way. Uh, I need somebody to understand uh, it's not just a hype. Uh, it's not just an emotion, uh, but there is a presence of God uh, that is changing things. Uh, can I tell you, uh, there is something turning and changing. My people shall know my name. You're going to know his name. You say, I already know his name. But do you really know his name? I'm not talking about just Jesus. I'm talking about do you know his name? Do you know what that name beholds? Do you know what it carries with it? Do you know Jehovah Nisi? Do you, do you know Jehovah Shalom? I can give you a whole list. Uh, do you understand that he is your banner? Uh, do you understand that he is your healing? Uh, do you understand that he is the provision? Uh, I'm talking to you tonight that there's a, something that's coming, uh, that you're getting ready to know my name. That means this, uh, the impossible situation. Uh, he's going to step in and say, I'm going to show you you're going to know my name. Uh, can I tell you I'm going to step in and I'm going to show myself. Listen, uh, you and I need to understand tonight God's people will see his power. But the question tonight is will we do what the prophet instructs even Israel and us to do? Will we awake? Will we awake? And will we put on thy strength? I have no strength in myself. But when I put on Christ, the word of the Lord tells us when we put our faith and trust in him that we put off the old man and we put on the new, there is strength in the new man. Can I tell you tonight, there's some strength that you've not yet tapped into. There's an anointing that you have not yet tapped into. 
there, there, there is a presence of God that you have not yet experienced. Uh, oh, I feel like talking to somebody in this room tonight. I, I, I know that it may be a little different tonight than it was this morning, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, what I want you to understand is there's some people got free this morning in this house, uh, and I, I celebrate that, uh, and I'll celebrate that all week, uh, but I'm gonna tell you somebody in this house tonight needs to understand uh, that God says, uh, you're gonna see me, uh, and not only are you gonna see me, but you're gonna see me high and lifted up. Uh, you're gonna see me in my glory, says the Lord. Uh, I'm gonna manifest myself in your presence, uh, and I hear the Lord saying, I'm getting ready to manifest myself in the presence of the United States of America again. Uh, listen, I, I don't know what it all looks like, but I could stand here and tell you a lot of things uh, that God has deposited in my spirit, uh, but I'm here to tell you, uh, there's about to be a fear hit the hearts of men and women in very high places, uh, but there is about to be an assurance of the Holy Ghost come back to the house of God, uh, to the man of God and the woman of God and says, you know what? Uh, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Uh, it doesn't matter what it sounds like, uh, but we're about to see his glory. Uh, can I tell you, uh, I need somebody to give him praise for about 30 seconds uh, because of what he's about to do in your family, uh, what he's about to do in your city, uh, what he's about to do in your nation. Uh, can I tell you, uh, we are going to see his glory. I feel like saying what David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Uh, can I tell you, uh, he is worthy, uh, he is worthy, uh, he is worthy. Uh, I want you to understand tonight, uh, the devil doesn't want you to get it. Uh, he doesn't want you to receive it. Uh, but I come to tell you, awake, awake. Uh, put on the strength. Uh, listen, uh, nobody can do it for you. Uh, you gotta do it for yourself. He's laid it out for you. Listen. He'll let you operate and be a babe for so long. Listen. I have no problem tonight in the natural to go get some garments and to dress little Jackson. But I have a major problem if I have to go to a well-able-bodied son called Tyler and have to dress him. Listen. He's no longer at that capacity. Uh, but can I tell you, I can still help him as a father. If he's running behind or in need of something, uh, I can go and purchase something. Uh, I can lay it out for him. Uh, but it's his responsibility to put it on. Uh, I need to tell somebody, uh, you're waiting on a preacher to do it. Uh, you're waiting on a prophet to do it. Uh, you're waiting on a good service to do it. Uh, you're waiting on a song to do it. Uh, but God said, I already gave it to you. Oh man, I feel like this. Can I tell you, uh, you gotta put it on uh, because when you put it on. Oh my. Clark Kent ain't got nothing on you. Can I tell you, uh, it's about time for somebody to get to a spiritual phone booth uh, and put on the garment uh, because there is a supernatural strength uh, on that garment. Uh, listen, uh, there's an anointing. Uh, there's a power. There's a world gonna get turned upside down. Just go ahead and excuse me. Well, I have a Pentecostal fit tonight because I've saw, I've caught a glimpse of his glory. And I come to tell you, you're gonna see his power.
I need somebody to wake up. I need somebody to wake up. Young people, I need you to wake up. Elders, I need you to wake up. I need you to put it on because when you put it on, everything's changing. Oh, Jerusalem, loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. What are you saying, preacher? What I'm saying tonight is this. The devil's getting scared. He's getting a little nervous about right now. Because can I tell you, I believe there's been some meetings going on in the heavenly realm again. Have you considered my servant Job? He is a perfect and upright man. Oh, but the only reason he's serving you is because, well, you could touch him. You can let him experience some things. But... Don't take his life. Listen, I believe one of those meetings has been going on. But I don't think they're talking about Job right now. But I think it's something like this. Have you considered my remnant? I know that you think you're making headway. I know that you think that you're getting the Western culture contaminated with all kinds of idols and all kinds of falsehoods and goddesses and worship and evil and you think that you're winning but have you noticed lately my remnant oh but if you would just let me do this and do that and I believe that over the last little bit of time that we have experienced some opposition maybe some trying of our faith if you will But it wasn't for our detriment, but it was for the proving. It was for the setting up of the stage of what's getting ready to take place. Please hear me. There is a putting on taking place right now. Strength is coming. Deliverance is coming. There is a Releasing there is an Assyrian spirit of oppression that's been broken off the people of God in this very moment of time in this season. I shared with you recently that we are in a resurrection season, and I believe that to be true. But at the same time in this season, I I sincerely believe that there is a deliverance for the people of God because we're getting ready to come from a place of captivity and we're getting ready to step, as Pastor Jade even mentioned tonight, we're stepping into the promises of the prophets of old. Sons and daughters. Elder statesmen and ladies alike is getting ready to be used mightily because of what they're doing. They're putting on their strength. And the beautiful garments is beginning to be brought back. And there is a loosening of the neck. I, I sense this in my spirit. There is a authority that's coming to the people of God. And I want to speak to you tonight just for a moment. 
if you feel like that you have been pulled from one thing to another to another, every time you start to think you get free and every time you feel like that there's a joy, but then it seems like it gets squashed. It seems like you get from this and then you get to this, get to this. What you've been experiencing, I believe this wholeheartedly, is you've been dealing with an Osirian spirit of oppression. But the Lord says, I'm going to give you the strength to break it off in this season. Please hear me. How do you know that it's in this season we can experience these things? When you look at Isaiah 52, you must fast forward to New Testament scripture. For the sake of time tonight, I will not read it, but if you go to 1 Peter chapter number 1 and begin to read through that chapter, you will find, you will simply find very clearly that that which that of the, the blood of the goats and the bulls that could not do, Jesus Christ did. And therefore, because of that, you and I are able to walk in the freedom that was even spoke of in Isaiah 52. He said, there's coming a day. You know, do you realize that people said Israel will never exist again? Israel is over. Palestine is there. There, there, there will never be nothing back on. The land is desolate. The land is, the land is destroyed. There will be nothing, nothing, nothing ever there again. And do you realize that since 1943... When the proclamation of Israel becoming a nation again, even in 1943, the land was desolate. There was nothing there. There was absolutely nothing growing, nothing living, really. There was nothing there. But to see what has transpired over the last several years from then till now, to see what has happened to the land naturally, to see the olive trees flourishing in the manner that they will, to see how God has ordained and structured everything to come back to life. What we're witnessing is the power and the anointing of God on display to the world. Simply saying, you said it was destroyed. You said it will never be. But look, this is a visible testimony that I am who I say I am to the world. But can I tell you, not only is there a natural Israel, but there's a spiritual Israel. And it's called the church of Jesus Christ. And the enemy has laughed at us, mocked at us, put us in chains of bondage. They've intimidated us. They did all these things. But can I tell you, I want to tell you tonight, God's people will see his power. And when God's people begins to see his power, guess what? They become a light shining bright that changes the, sculpts, the, 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 the surrounding area around them. And they become a beacon of hope to a lost and dying world. Tonight, please hear it isn't as it's always been, but for such an hour and time as this, God is simply calling to us to awaken and to put on strength and to put on the beautiful garments. What are the beautiful garments? Tonight, I wish I had time. I will not do that to you tonight. I'm going to bring this to a close in just a moment. Beautiful garments. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For henceforth there shall no more come unto thee the uncircumcised and the unclean. Do you realize Jerusalem was so oppressed? They were so overwhelmed that they had began, they had lost their way in such a manner that they had, they had changed even their appearance. They didn't even feel like they could adhere to who their true identity really was. But the Lord said, I need you to get your 
I need you to get your identity back. I need you to put on your beautiful garments because there's something changing. That which has been coming in and out is no longer going to have access. This evening, in a chaotic world, you do not have to accept everything into your life as they come to the music this evening. But when you put on strength and you put on thy beautiful garments, know this. I like the wording of this verse. It says, there shall no more. Shall is a very powerful word. It says, Israel, O Jerusalem, there shall no more come into thee the uncircumcised and the unclean. I'm going to make a proclamation over your life tonight. Because there's men and women in this room and those that are watching us by way of internet tonight. I, I believe this, that you're, you're anointed, you're called, you're valuable in the sight of the Lord. God has a plan for your life. We've all fallen. We've all made mistakes. We've all experienced the enemy try to put us and wrap us in that garment of shame. But you need to shake yourself. And you need to loose yourself from the bands that the enemy's put on your neck. How do you do that? By putting your faith and trust in Jesus. In our own self, we don't have the ability. But because of him, we have the ability tonight to spiritually reach up and grab that thing off our neck and say, no more, devil. The word of the Lord is very clear that if we resist the devil, he must flee from us. I'm resisting. I'm resisting. No longer will he lead me. No longer will he dictate what I'm going to do. Can I tell you tonight, we have to awake. Israel was in shambles maybe you feel like you're in shambles tonight maybe you feel overwhelmed maybe you feel like you've taken two steps forward but then you took five steps backwards maybe you feel like it just it's just been this chaotic tug of war back and forth but by the unction of the Spirit of the Lord tonight, I'm going to tell you that season's coming to a close. And I declare it to be a, clo a close at the end of the day for you today. My Bible tells me that this is the day of salvation. That means this is the day of freedom. This is the day of release. This is the day of healing. This is the day of deliverance. you read on a little further in this passage of scripture it says many were astounded at them I think there is a there is getting ready to be a 
testimony come up out of the hearts of men and women that's going to astound the nations of the world. There is revival fires burning across many nations tonight. But over the last few days, my perspective has begun to change concerning America. And I believe this in the depths of my innermost being tonight that the remnant is getting ready to birth a change that nobody's expecting. Put on thy strength. Put on thy beautiful garments. Loose the band from thy neck. That uncircumcised and unclean thing is not going to have access to your life any longer, says the Lord. But you get ready to walk with with power and authority and favor and blessing. But you have to make the decision to put it on. It's laid out before us tonight. The table has been made ready. You have read in the New Testament the story of the man that made ready a wedding. And he invited and they said, well, I'm too busy. I have some land. I have this, I have that, I have this, I have that. It was all laid out and ready for them. But they did not take it serious. Therefore, they chose not to come. But the preparer of the wedding feast, he simply said, go to the highways and byways and compel them to come in, bring them from everywhere. But according to the custom of that time, when you would arrive at that place of banqueting, when you would walk into the back door, there was a changing table, a changing room. Because when you would arrive, there was garments that was prepared. In order for you to go on into the place that had been prepared for the banqueting hall, you had to put on the garment that was made for you, provided for you. And then you could go in and you could set and partake of everything that he had made readily available. But you had to make the decision to put on the garment. You read in that story that the master came in and there was a man that did not have a wedding garment on and he looks at him and he simply says this, friend, why didn't you put on the garment? He had no answer. But he heard words that nobody ever wants to hear. He says, take him, remove him, cast him away. Because of the simple fact he chose not to put on the garment. 
There's some of you in this room, you're gifted, you're called, all of you are gifted and called in certain capacities, but I'm talking about there's some unique giftings in this room. There's some unique giftings in houses of worship all across this nation that's lying dormant because there's been a rebellious spirit because they're not willing to put on the garment. But if we're going to experience the power of God, we got to choose to put on the garment. Put on thy strength. What is that? Put on your call. Put on your gift. Don't resist it. Put it on. Put on that beautiful garment. What is that beautiful garment? It's a life of obedience. It's walking in obedience to whatever God says to do. It may stretch you. It may challenge you. Listen, I've been stretched. Lord, I've been stretched. I've been stretched today. I've preached twice with not one note. Lord, help me, Jesus. I didn't think my mind was that good anymore. But we have to get back to a place where we, pre- where we just trust in God. Lean into Him. Trust His Holy Spirit. There's a depth to this move today. This is not a surface move, but this is a depth. There's a call to awaken to the body of Christ. And I believe that you'll find out this week, if you live on social media any at all, you're going to experience that today has been an extraordinary day in the house of God across the nation. It's not just one place. It's across the nation today. There is something that has begun. It began last Sunday. There's something that has begun. And there is a call to awakening. God now has awakened us, but now he's saying, I need you to put on the strength. I need you to put it on. I know I'm repeating myself, but I need you to get this in your innermost being. You need to put it on. Because God's people will see his power. I refuse for anything else than that. We will see his power. In this house, we are going to see his power. What you are seeing now is not even this power. What you're seeing is just the, the presence getting closer. What you're seeing is what the prophet saw. He simply said on the seventh time when, the, when his servant come running back, he said, I, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but I do see a cloud the size of a man hand coming up out of the sea. Listen, you're just now beginning to witness the arrival of the cloud. It's not even here yet. But you're going to have to put on the strength. You're going to have to put on the garment. Can I tell you, I, I believe that there might even be a day where we walk in this room and nobody's left standing. We might just be laying in the floor for a while in the presence of Almighty God. Not orchestrated by man, but because of the glory. I hear the Lord saying in my spirit, my glory is returning to my house. 
Man's agenda is getting ready to be reversed and removed. There's no uncircumcised or unclean thing going to be in the house of the God any longer. Can I tell you, there will be houses that looks like a church, uh, but they will have Ichabod wrote above the door. But in the place where the Lord is welcomed, uh, in the place where people have put on the strength, uh, where the people have decided to put on the beautiful garment, uh, there will be a return of my glory, says the Lord. Uh, You will not stand in my presence, uh, but you will bow in my presence. Uh, You will experience the weight of my glory. You will experience me in a manner that you have not yet known, says the Lord. But you will see my power. And when my power comes, you will see miracles. You will see signs and you will see wonders. But most importantly, you will witness the change in your family. Your children will begin to serve me, says the Lord. You will begin to witness a complete turn. There will begin to be a regional change take place in your city, says the Lord. Oh, God. I wish somebody would get this in your spirit tonight because God says you will see my power. I want you to stand all over this house. I'm done. I want you to stand and I want you to just begin to give me praise right now. Hallelujah. There's an aroma getting ready to come up out of this valley. I don't know what it's all going to look like. All I know is that if somebody's willing to put on the strength and put on the beautiful garment, listen, there's getting ready to be an aroma. It's going to change everything. I need you to help me right now in this attitude of worship. I need you to turn to your neighbor, turn to about three people around you, and I want you to look them dead in the eye with with authority and tell them, say, you will see God's power. You will see God's power. You will see God's power. I need you to build each other's faith. I, I, I don't know if I don't know if you're really getting it or not because I know I know I'm not preached that elegant tonight. Uh, I, I know I've kind of stammered around tonight, but I want you to hear me tonight. The Lord is speaking to our hearts. Uh, it's not an intellectual thing, but it's right here. God's wanting to stir this inside of us. Uh, he, listen, you need to understand. You're getting ready to see. I can't really articulate exactly what's going on in my spirit today. It's really strange to me. But can I tell you, just as I begin to hear and sense the presence of Bernie Grant, uh, even today uh, as I'm ministering to you tonight, I hear the words of my father and not just in conversation, but I hear him in in the spirit when he would pray in the spirit. uh, And I would hear it over and over and over. I hear it ringing in my spirit so loudly tonight. Uh, You will see. uh, You will see. You will see. uh, Can I tell you... uh, I got to tell you what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. That you will see my power, says the Lord.
Lord, help us right now to put on, put on the strength. Put on the beautiful garment. Oh, God. You're under the sound of our voice tonight in this building, or if you're with us on internet tonight. And you sense the Spirit of the Lord tugging at your heart. And you believe the word of the Lord tonight that there is getting ready to be a stirring there's getting ready to be a manifestation of the power of God and you want to be part of it and you want to be used and you'd say I don't know exactly maybe what it is but I'm willing to put on thy strength I'm willing to put on the strength of the Lord I'm willing to put on the garment of the Lord and I want to be part of what God's getting ready to do and I want to release for my family and I want to release for my community then I want you to step from your seat and I want you to come stand in front of this building tonight. Lord has been moving in this house all day today. Many of you was in this house till 4.30 today. You went home long enough to freshen up, come right back. I understand that. God has been doing something special in this room all day. And I think he's still moving. There's some... There's some bands on some necks getting ready to be taken off tonight. I believe that wholeheartedly. I'm not going to do anything tonight. I'm just asking you to come. And this is what you just did. Stepping from your seat tonight is what you're doing. Is what the word of the Lord says. You're shaking yourself. Isaiah 52, the word of the Lord said, just shake thyself. Shake the dust off. Tonight your praise is getting ready to shake some things off. You're getting ready to experience the healing touch of God. You're getting ready to experience the power of God in a man that you've not. There's a freshness of the Holy Ghost getting ready to come to the body of Christ of all ages. So tonight, here's what I want you to do. They're just going to begin to worship. And I want you to just begin to just lift your hands, lift your voice, and talk to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm putting on your strength. And I'm going to put on the beautiful garments, that, that, that garment of obedience. I'm going to put that on with your help and your strength. Lord, I'm going to walk this thing out. And Lord, if you'll tell me, if you'll lead me, if you'll let the Holy Spirit guide me, I'm making myself available tonight. And as you do that, if there's been some things that's been pulling and tugging you and it feels like taking you in all kinds of direction, by faith tonight, I want you just as, a, as an act of faith, I want you to just reach up there and grab that thing off your neck and say, no more, devil. But I'm going to walk in the freedom that God has purchased for me. And I want you to not be shy about it tonight. I want you to lift your voice. And I want you to call out to him right now. Because we're going to see his power. Your families are about to be changed. Situations are about to be changed. Oh God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Oh, we lift our voice today, Father.
Pastor Jade here. I just want to thank you for watching the service with us today and being a part of it. We ask that you stay in touch with us. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. And we'll see you again soon. We love you. So does God.